0: Radio Gag, the Gaze Against Guns Show. Prepare
1: to gag, yeah.
2: Good afternoon everybody and welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gaze Against Gun Show. Radio Gag is your weekly update on how to end the horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. I'm your host, Ty Kersley. This week's show, I Heart New York State Gun Laws. On January 16th, GAG held a press conference in Times Square addressing the upcoming Supreme Court ruling on New York State's ability to issue gun permits and, subsequently, the public safety of New Yorkers. During this two-part show, we will hear from State Senator Brad Hoylman and Representative Carolyn Maloney, as well as gun violence survivors, including Linda Beagle-Schulman and Manuel Oliver, who lost their sons in the Parkland shooting. Now, here's GAG's J.W. Walker to start the show.
1: Uh, Right now, as you all know, the Supreme Court has already heard the arguments in this case. They are, uh, after what we've seen uh, with the ruling regarding the COVID regulations for businesses, it seems clear that the Supreme Court is not concerned with the health of the American people. And so it's really important that New Yorkers take a stand, stand up, tell the Supreme Court that we want our gun laws to stay. All right, I'd like to introduce our first speaker, uh, State Senator Brad Hoylman, my State Senator, a longtime uh, ally of Gays Against Guns. Take it away. Thank you so much, good afternoon. Are we fired up this
0: afternoon? Yeah. Are we gonna stand up to this Supreme Court You know, I'm State Senator Brad Wellman, so glad to be here. Represent this important neighborhood, all of these tourists, so many New Yorkers who sometimes visit Times Square. But we know one thing. We know that we live in a city and a state that is on the precipice. It's on the precipice because we have seen rising incidents of hatred of violence, just a few steps from here, by the way, a 40-year-old woman was pushed onto the subway tracks. We know that violence, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, anti-AAPI violence is on the rise. But contrasting that is that we have a Supreme Court that is ready, apparently it seems, to throw a match on that tinderbox. We have a Supreme Court that is going to say to this state and to this country that you can carry a concealed weapon. That you can walk through Times Square That ain't right. That is not right right. and it ain't ain't right. You can walk through Times Square carrying an armed weapon to use against the hundreds of thousands of tourists who visit this important neighborhood every year, and we have to stand up to that. So I am so proud to be here with advocates like Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, who's fighting in Washington. Let's give her a round of applause. Woo! And we have uh, another important advocate who you're gonna hear from later, uh, Linda uh, Linda Shulman Beagle. Let's give her a round of applause. And you know, we've been working in Albany to make our gun laws the strongest in the country. In fact, due to Linda's work, just last month, the governor signed legislation banning ghost guns. Ghost guns, which are guns that can be assembled in parts and pieces. They're not registered. You don't need a background check. And now the Supreme Court is telling you, you can carry a ghost gun concealed through Times Square. That is insanity, am I right? That is total insanity. And friends, Linda and I are gonna pass another law in Albany this session. Because if the Supreme Court isn't gonna protect us from guns, New York is gonna do that for us. So the next bill is gonna require gun manufacturers to institute micro-stamping technology. So every bullet that's fired from a gun is going to be able to be traced because a license plate number is going to be automatically inscribed on that shell casing. And we're going to finally address the issue of clearance rates here in New York because 9 out of 10 gun cases are never solved. What a shame. 9 out of 10 gun cases are never solved in the state of New York. So I say to the Supreme Court, I say to the federal government, we need your help. Do not backslide on New York's gun laws. We need to continue to fight to make New York the beacon of hope when it comes to protecting our citizens from gun violence. And whether it's Parkland or or Texas, we know that guns incite violence and pain and suffering. So we will continue in Albany. I pledge to you to stand up to the federal government to make sure New York's guns laws are the toughest in the country. We're going to work with the State Attorney General. If the Supreme Court rules our concealed carry law unconstitutional, we're going to find a way around it. I guarantee you that. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Senator. Thank you for all the support that you've given this fight, uh, this fight for sensible gun control legislation and all the support you've given to Gays Against Guns.
3: This programming is being brought to you by BAI listeners in support of the Tower Fund Drive. The Tower Fund will ensure that WBAI can broadcast into the future by helping to raise the $200,000 annual rent for the transmitter at four times square. To make a donation in any amount you can, go online to towerfund.wbai.org or call 212-209-2950. We at Radio Gag thank you for your help in keeping WBAI commercial-free, listener-sponsored radio.
1: Uh, next up, we have a member of Gays Against Guns, Antonius Wiriajaja, who was an innocent bystander of a shooting one block away from his Brooklyn apartment in 2013. He's a multimedia artist based in New York City. In addition to Gays Against Guns, he's been active in Everytown Survivors Network and Moms Demand Action. Antonius.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Antonius, and I'm a survivor of gun violence. I was shot in the chest on July 5th in 2013. I was walking to the Nostrand Avenue subway stop in Brooklyn at around two in the afternoon, and one block from my apartment, I heard what I thought were fireworks, but when I looked down, I saw blood pouring out of my chest. The shooter was aiming for a pregnant woman. I didn't know either her or the shooter, and he shot the woman in the leg, and the stray bullet hit me between the ribs on my left side. It missed my heart by a mere inch. Meanwhile, a barber named John D. Morant was cutting hair one block away. He heard the noise and he knew they weren't fireworks. He went out to look for survivors and saw me in the street and he placed his hand on top of my hand on top of the bullet wound. He prevented me from bleeding out. The ambulance came and I was placed in a medically induced coma. I woke up four days later and I was the happiest person Ever. I was the happiest I'd ever been. But less than a year after my shooting, John D, the barber, had been gunned down. He was visiting family in South Carolina. He saved my life, but I couldn't save his. And although I don't know who shot me, and a suspect was arrested, the gun that was used to shoot me was never found. Yeah, I still remember the ambulance sirens when I was actually bleeding out on the street after getting shot, actually. And uh, I still remember when the nurse actually, not the nurse, the paramedic um, did triage and they looked at me and said he needs to go in first. I'm really lucky I survived. I'm so happy to be here. So I don't know who shot me and a suspect was arrested, but the gun used to shoot me was never found. The thought that a firearm is still out there which was used to shoot me and a pregnant woman is potentially still out there in the streets. It keeps me awake at night. Today I'm asking the US Supreme Court to uphold and preserve New York State's strict gun laws. I want the justices to consider how many millions of lives would be in danger with more guns in more irresponsible hands and in more public places. 109 gun-related deaths happen every day in the United States. That number leads up to 40,000 people per year being killed and twice that number survive with lifelong consequences like mine. Each number is a person. Each one has a story. Each one is a human being. Each is worth protecting. Please consider all the lives that you can save and protect New York State's strict gun laws. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, you, Antonius.
1: Thank you, Antonius. Thank you. you. And our next speaker is someone who doesn't need any introduction. Uh, She is the Congress member for New York's 12th District, my district, my Congresswoman, and someone who has stood by Gays Against Guns since the very beginning. Her tireless activism for sensible gun control legislation is legendary in the halls of Congress. She will not give up until we get it done. Representative Carolyn Maloney.
3: Thank you so much, Jay, and thank um, all the gays against gun violence. Uh, we need to stop the violence, and we need to stop the senseless killing. And these senseless shootings, like Antonio just announced. Too often, someone doesn't even know who shot them. They're just in the line of a straight bullet. And our country stands alone. Every other country has enacted sensible gun safety laws. Saved in the United States of America. We have more gun deaths than any other country. Other countries like Japan, they won't even have one. England. All of them have stopped the violence and we need to get these sensible laws here. I applaud uh, my colleague in the state senate Brad Hoyleman. I want to take his bill and put it into the federal government. If we can track a package, we should be able to track a deadly gun that is killing people over and over and over again. Now I'm proud to stand here with the Gays Against Guns and also with Manuel and Patricia Oliver, they lost their son, to call on the U.S. Supreme Court to uphold New York State's concealed carry law, a law that has saved thousands of lives since it passed 110 years ago. Why roll it back now? And if struck down by the courts, it would put millions of lives in danger. Make no mistake, there's smart gun safety laws, and they work. We need to pass them. The gun law keeps stopping them. And we must not stand back while the NRA, the New York Rifle and Pistol Association, and other bad lobbyist groups can stop progressive, life-saving gun safety laws. The, the number of individuals and families that have had their lives shattered by gun violence in the last year is tragic. Our nation last year recorded over 44,000 gun violence deaths. and New York City alone, 485 lives were taken at the hands of gun violence. The magnitude of this crisis requires real action, real life-saving laws, not lip service. That's why I signed an amicus brief to the Supreme Court in support of New York's proper cause, concealed carry law, alongside Speaker Pelosi. 129 of my colleagues joined me in this letter. We are calling upon the court to think about the people, not the lobbyists, protect us. And we have a duty to protect our public spaces where people travel congregate and live from mass shootings and violent crimes that affect our entire nation. So we are united in that. Thank you all for coming. I will continue working with you. Thank you
2: to find out more about working with us, please go to gazeagainstguns.net or follow us at gazeagainstgunsNY on Facebook and Instagram or gagnoguns on Twitter. Come to a meeting. Here in New York, we meet one Thursday a month at 7 p.m. virtually and in person in the Manhattan LGBT Center on 13th Street. Our next meeting is January 27th, where we'll be planning all kinds of great actions and protests. So please join us. Everybody is welcome at any and all gag events. And another great way to get involved is becoming a WBAI buddy. WBAI buddy is someone who keeps our unique volunteer-run radio show going by giving a small donation every month. Just go to WBAI.org or call 212-209-2950 and become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. Also, donate to our Tower Fund today and help WBAI take charge of our rent to four times square. Visit towerfund.wbai.org or call 212-209-2950. Thank you. To finish today's show, Manuel Oliver, father of Joaquin Oliver, one of the victims of the Parkland shooting, speaks to the crowd about his son, New York gun laws versus his home state of Florida, the possible consequences not just to New York, but to our country if the New York law is overturned, and how we must all come together in the power of unity.
5: So anyone walking here in New York, welcome to New York. Get close to the circle. We're about to start. You don't want to miss this. Because probably you won't be able to do it later if the Supreme Court does what they're planning to do. Why will anybody, anyone think that by giving more access to guns you are going to solve the problem? That's total, they know it we know it everyone knows it. so it's a political decision I'm i'm pretty sure it's a political decision it's about showing power it's about who has the honesty to really say something and make it happen and they might say but you also have a political reason for what you do no sir i don't I lost my son. I lost my son in Florida. A place where anyone can purchase a gun and carry a gun. A place where me, myself, I went to a gun show. And I was able to purchase an AR-15 with no background check. Thank God for micro technology and little spy cameras and cojones so you can do something like that and show everybody and call out something that is really wrong. I'm a father of a victim and I am able to purchase an assault weapon. How does that sound? I'm sad. I take pills to sleep. And I can purchase an AR-15. I should be a living red flag. And I'm not I was talking to Linda and I asked her, Linda, we both know that you are way more educated than me, so I have a question for you. If Scott and Joaquin wouldn't be in a high school in New York on that February 14th, do you think they'll still be alive? And the answer is yes. Because what happened to our kids was, with the blessing of a system that allowed someone to legally, not only someone, a 19-year-old to legally purchase an AR-15, ammunition, large capacity magazines, get into a school and shoot randomly. That will not happen here as of today or there's very little chances that it could happen. And I'll take that. I'll take those very little chances as something that I can live with. Now the good thing is that, my friends, this is not a political move. We can hold accountable anyone, at any moment, anytime by any reason that we consider it's an injustice for the rest of us. We were in the White House a month ago. So don't tell me that I have a political agenda and a plan when I am holding accountable the President of the United States of America, which I voted for. Now I'm here to make sure that the Supreme Court understands that there are millions of young Americans that do not agree with that decision. They are on our side and they are working for a better future. And I trust them. And there is no way to stop that from happening by the way. You will not be able to stop the youth to do what they want and to accomplish a better nation because it's their call. And they will grow, and they will be able to vote, run for office, be in office, and make the right thing. So it's a matter of waiting. They're not going to solve it in the next two years. We're going to need a little more than that. But we can start doing something now. This is your time, Supreme Court, to listen to us, to do the right thing. The whole country trusts you. But, making a mistake, and if that mistake brings victims, now we're paying a very high price for your mistake. And we don't want to do that and we won't accept that from happening. Today we are all New York. Today, Portland is New York. Today we're all gay, also. Yeah, (laughs) right? Yeah. Why not? Because unity is actually where the power starts. And if there's something that I love from Gays Against Guns, is that you think exactly like we do and exactly like a 17-year-old kid thinks. We have a license to do whatever we want and nothing is gonna stop us. We're doing the right thing, today we're all New York, tomorrow we might all be L.A., or Chicago. So everyone, everyone that is involved in this terrible universe of defeating gun violence, it's on board, not only with Gays Against Guns, but with the city of New York, to keep the citizens and the visitors of this amazing city safe. Whatever we need to do, we'll do. If we need to keep on saying this ever and ever and every weekend and in other places, we will. When they ask us, are you going to be able to come to New York after you see? Of course I will. Of course I will. That's nothing. So let's stay together. Um, Let's not take any um, BS from anyone. I really think that we have the power to do things. And I also know that they are listening. It's no question. They are listening. They just listened to Linda. They listened to the previous speakers. And they're listening to me right now. And that's what social media is for also. So let's raise our voice, raise our movement, and make things happen. We will not allow anyone to just increase the pain the suffering of innocent families that are just trying to use the right of living and enjoying life. The pursuit of happiness. Where's the photo of my beautiful son Joaquin? Buddy, we love you. All of you, and we will not disappoint you ever. God bless you. Liberty, you should not wear a bulletproof vest. Thank you very much. And let's keep on the hard fight,
1: okay?
2: Thank you, you. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. We will have more from our press conference and part two of I Heart New York State Gun Laws next week at 2.30 p.m. Once again, thank you for listening and for your support of WBAI. From everyone at Radio Gag, have a great and safe day.